First of all, Kalani, what did you learn going back and looking over the looking at the film from Saturday's game? Um, probably a lot more than just mentioning this answer, you know. But there's a lot of things we, that uh, we can improve on, and looking forward to getting those fixed. And and then, and, I mean, I, like I said after after the game, I think Coastal Carolina uh, they came out ready to play. They're they're excited, obviously, uh, in that environment and, and a lot on the game, you know, with, with two ranked teams that are nine and zero and. Uh, they played with a little chip on their shoulder. I thought our guys played hard, uh, had great effort, you know, and, and, and they made more uh, one more play than we did and, and earned the win. Um, there's th some things that I thought we, we, we have been accustomed to playing better in a lot of different ways and a lot of different areas. But, um, with a, you know, it's just there's so many little things that happened, uh, good and bad, and, and a lot of it had, had to do, do with the competition, the overall game. Um, so just looking forward to getting better and uh, I can't say that we played at our best but I, I can say that uh, uh, you know looking forward to getting to getting that done this weekend a lot to play for still this week and uh, San Diego State you know they beat us last year so um, you know we're, we're getting them at home and on senior night so um, you know, we, we've got to got to be ready to work and I'm looking forward to practice today. Along those lines, Kalani, this is senior night, the last scheduled game you have. This year's unique. What's it like trying to look at the logistics as far as who might go, who might come back, missionaries, signees, all of those things as you're looking at it, you know, moving forward? Well, I think a lot of the seniors, you know, they're given that, that year to come back and play. Um, but, you know, it's going to be up to them. I don't think they've all decided for sure what's going to happen. Uh, and the other underclassmen, same situation, you know, they have an opportunity to get drafted. But, um, you know, for, for a lot of these guys, this will be the last game, you know, at home. And so um, the thought of that, you know, being said, 2020, it's, it's the last game that we get to be in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and, and we're excited to play the game. And, and um, you know, looking forward to sending these guys out on with a W. And that, that's, a, that's a, a good way to focus the team back on on what we're about, and that's that's the, the individuals on the team that have sacrificed a lot and been here the, the longest, and um, you know just trying to trying to get our guys to perform at their best for them. Kalani, one of the things that you and the players have talked about this year is just your ability to be able to focus on the task at hand and kind of handle adversity. Now, having dealt with the first loss of the season from an emotional standpoint, how have the guys handled it a couple of days after? Well, I mean, I think losses hurt, you know, and it's supposed to. You work hard and you, you care so much, and uh, our guys are, are very competitive. Um, but it, it's, it's uh, something that you can react to and can respond to in a positive way, meaning, that, you know, what are you going to do next? Um, you lost the game, and then what? You know, the, you can't uh, let it affect um, the next performance. And so the, the key would be for us to – to learn from this and get better, just like we do on wins, you know. And and, and we talked about um, making a mountain out of a molehill. If you lose, well, we don't want to do that as a coaches, and and we don't want to do that as a team and as players. So uh, we're gonna work on some of the things that we can improve on that that we feel are, are are legit, and then you know, and then be be ready for the next one. And I think having a game right after a loss to look forward to is. is the, the best thing for a team and you know this is this is a uh, one of those moments where uh, we wanted to play more games and we got it and, and and now we have an opportunity to play another one and 
Uh, I'm just really excited that we get to get, get back on the field and see these guys play again. Yeah, Kalani, uh, you know, with with that uh, coming up this weekend, you mentioned, you know, senior day. Also, you got some talented juniors who you mentioned back in the preseason were guys that, uh, you know, could have NFL looks potentially. Do you expect that with Zach Wilson to maybe be his last game this weekend? Uh, possibly. I mean, I think that's that's the uh, there, there's a lot of the talk going around. I, I think the key, though, is just for us to focus on trying to get the win and, and to do it for the seniors that we know for sure are, are leaving, you know, and. Um, but uh, I mean, there be there may be some, and I, I said before that that we feel like we have a really good team with a lot of talent, and looking forward to having um, a lot of guys represent our team and our fans in the NFL. You know, and, and I think we, if you look at this team and, and look at the youth and the talent that we have, I think there's a long string of, of NFL draft picks on this team, and um, and free agents and guys that will make squads, and so. Um, you know, we, we hope that that happens. We hope people have to have tough decisions. And the fact that our quarterback is being mentioned as a possible guy to go to the next level is a good sign, as well as some of the underclassmen that we had uh, this year. We had that talk last year, too. So that's a good sign that the program is developing well and, and that we've got the right talent and, and doing things the right way. So, um, you know, we to me, that just confirms that what we're doing is, is, is correct and, and how we're recruiting and developing guys is, is key to, to our our success and so uh, the more that we can get ready and game ready and the size ready I think uh, you know that'll, that'll go really well into the next level and one of Zach's uh, you know top pass catchers Gunnar Rami took that hard ball back this, I mean it, it hit the ground hard against Coastal Carolina what's the outlook for him as far as practice goes this week yeah we'll have to go day to day and see if he's ready to go you know I, I don't um, I'm not sure if he's going to be ready to play this week but we'll have to, we'll have to uh, keep working with him and and we'll, once we get word from the trainers, the key is, is to make sure that he's he's going to be at 100%. And if we can get that, then, then you know, he wasn't able to come back. And so uh, we have to just make sure to protect him first. And then we'll go from there. And it'll give if he doesn't get to play, it'll give some other guys a chance to play. And, um, you know, I feel like we've got a lot of good players that can step up and and, and, and fill that spot if we need. I mean, we've, we've seen it before. So um, we're hoping to get Gunner back, though. That's That's the hope. Let's see a question from Norma Gonzalez, Jay Drew, and Jay Catch. Hey, Coach going back to uh, Zach Wilson, <clears throat> he didn't really have the type of performance that people have come to know through the first nine games. What do you think um, he showed against Coastal, and what do you think, how will that impact his draft prospects or anything like that, or even the Heisman competition? Well, I'm not really worried about the Heisman or or the draft. I, I mean, I, I acknowledge that he's getting attention for that. I th the key is just trying to win games, and there's probably a lot that goes into that. It, it's it's not just uh, one player that that will make the difference. There's a lot of different factors that go into it uh, when we win and when we lose. You know, so I think the key for us would be to adjust things that that need to be fixed and 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 um, and make sure that we give credit and praise when where, where it needs to be. Um, Given and and in this case, you know, we I would look at probably a lot of things like maybe when teams try to possess the ball and try to limit our opportunities. I mean, we've got to find a way to get the ball back to our offense and and get more more possessions. And so uh, we know that teams have been doing that this year. We've seen it. 
um, throughout throughout the season where teams try to possess the ball and keep the ball away from our our offense that's highly explosive and uh, I've seen our offense score a lot of points even with a limited amount of reps so uh, a mixture of all that with the defense offense and special teams playing complimentary, complimentary ball and then just being uh, having efficient uh, reps when we when we do have possessions would be the key. And where would you rank him sort of in the list of the BYU quarterback greats? Oh, I don't know. He's he's we he, we still got uh, a game this week. It's I mean you're you're going you're talking about when I was a kid, you know, and and I saw those great ones that played before. So maybe after when he's done, I, I I'd rather rank guys when they're done, their careers are done playing here. But um, yeah, let's just let's just hope that he can perform well and then with as well as the team and, and the coaches on on Saturday. Lonnie, I think Clark Barrington also left the game. I'm not sure if he came back in. Is he in the same boat as Gunner as far as this week? Or yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, you know, he he's a little banged up, so we'll have to wait and see. I, n nothing to confirm yet uh, whether he can go or not. Right now, it's it's still in uh, we're still on hold, but he he did not come back. And then, uh, given that with the loss. Does that re cause you to rethink your your thinking on playing December nineteenth, or are you guys still looking for a game then as well? Well, I, I think I don't I don't know how it's going to work with um, bowl games and things like that. I, I uh, you know I, I think we've been in the, the conversation of playing in a bowl game. Um, this one, you know, with the loss, I think it it, it uh, kind of narrows it down a little bit more. But uh, depending on when those bowl games are at, I, I think that. If there's a chance that we would love to play another game, you know, but it all, it all have to kind of work out with uh, the schedule and see how it works. Because that, that week is the 19th. Is that right, Jay? That week that's open. So, um, yeah, and a lot of teams will be in conference championship games. Yeah, and so, other teams. Yeah. so it all depends when the next one, the bowl games will be played after that and where, where we're, you know, maybe we'll have an invite by then and we could play that game. That I think that'd be fun. We, we want to get out there and play football, you know, and this this last game didn't go our way, and and but we we love playing the game, and I think getting the guys out there and play as many as we can, and the goal was try to get 12 this this year before the bowl game, and and uh, you know that's still out there. I think there's still if there's still an option that we would love to play football. You're getting universally praised for playing the game. Looking back, hindsight's 2020. Was it the right thing to do to take that game? Yeah, I th I think so. I mean. Um, Listen, that, we didn't win. There's a lot of things that we're going to learn from this. Uh, but, you know, I was really happy with the way our guys play. They played hard and they fought, you know, and and, and uh, a lot of credit to Coastal Carolina. We, we watched them on film as much as we can uh, when we knew about the game. And, and um, you know, we, tried, we saw a lot of the great things from them. I, I think they came to the game with a chip on their shoulder, but there was, there was no disrespect from us. I think... I think the people that were questioning them were from other pe other people in, in the media and all that the, with the expectations. But we knew we had a, a really good team to, to play, and and we're looking forward to the matchup. And and you know they made one play more than us. It came. I mean, it was one of those games that was uh, exciting all the way down to the last second. And so, you know, we we came a yard short, and and um, you know, Super Bowls have ended the same way, and it was a, it was a classic game. Just didn't end in our favor. And that, that's a frustrating thing. We like to win, you know, but uh, I think there's a, you know, I saw a team that was excited to play football. 
we went out there and, and you know we were coming off of two weeks not playing and and I think the just getting in the game and I don't, I don't know how being even though the schedule had three weeks off I, I just don't know if that was what our guys ever wanted so to have a game when we announced that that the the game was going to happen you should have heard the excitement in our team and so when we when we flew back from Myrtle Beach we were, I, I was still thankful we were able to play that game and thankful to see these guys play they worked so hard and you know, we're sitting at nine and one, ten games played, and and hopefully we can get you can, we can get more. All right, let's take a question from um, Sean Walker and Jake Edmonds. Yeah, coach, kind of building off of that a little bit. Uh, it's it's been a week, um, to say the least, since you know, getting the game announced just five or six days ago and then traveling across the country, playing a top 25 matchup, um, all that stuff. With kind of looking back, hindsight being 2020, would you go through that again, playing a game on just such a short turnaround with, with long distance involved and all of that? Is, is that is that something you, you'd still be up to doing again, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> You're asking a guy that that loves to coach, and and you're asking a team that loves to play football if they would like to play a game. Yes, if there's a chance we could play a doubleheader and play back-to-back -back games, we would take that. I mean, I love coaching these guys because they love playing football. I have a bunch of football junkies that love the game, and when we're not playing football, these guys are watching it. And so, um, yeah, if there's. <laughs> You know, looking back at it, and people say, "Well, if you, you know, in hindsight and all that, hey, we just want to play football." I, I, I think I let everybody else do the talking on how they want to position our rankings and all that stuff. You just, you know, what you're made of when you play, when you, when you compete, and you put yourself in some uncomfortable positions, and against the best. I mean, Coastal Carolina is an undefeated team. You know, there's a lot of pauses that we could see from the game, and there's a lot of things that we know we can do better, and we'll try to work on it. You know, but. Uh, the competitiveness it's it's when I when I became the head coach here you know Tom Homo showed me the schedule and I wish I was a player I was sitting there like man I wish I could play against all these p5 teams in this type of schedule and and um, that's what we recruited here we got guys that were really attracted to that type of schedule we had guys I mean you guys are gonna talk to Dax Mill and that guy turned down scholarships to come here because he could he knew he can compete with the best and that's why he's getting all the attention because he was confident in his ability to play and to compete and earn a scholarship real quick and then to be out there and be one of the best receivers in the country. And so th that's what that that's what I get to coach. I get to coach these awesome kids that love to compete. And so when you ask me these type of questions, guys, these guys love playing the game. Win or lose, they love playing the game and they love playing the best. Coach, you have kind of the luxury of a full week of prep now as you look ahead to San Diego State, a team that kept you out of the end zone last year. Does does this team look similar to that team, or what do you see on film from them? Yeah, very similar. I, I think the, the hard part is, like, um, when you're dealing with the pandemic, you don't know who's going to be available for every team. And so you may see some change up, changes in lineups from us and from them, you know. So as you watch film, uh, you look at it. I think the scheme, though, the foundation of what they're trying to do. Brady Hoke's a really good coach, and and um, you know he's he's been a head coach before, so he knows how to get his guys motivated. They 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 play an aggressive style of defense, very similar to what we've already seen from them last year, and uh, they've carried that on. And and then 
their offense. They like to run the ball and, and possess the ball. And, and so, you know, this is an opportunity for us to try to get the ball back for our offense to score. And, and uh, they have a, a very dynamic run game. So um, this is going to be another challenge where, you know, maybe we can we have a little bit of redemption against uh, last year, also against what we happened this week for us, you know, and playing against them. But I, I like the fact that we get to play another game, you know, and, and, and if there's a way to play another game on the 19th and then a bowl game, uh, we would love to do that too. So that that's, but as far as San Diego State goes, we 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 see the film. They're they're a tough team, well coached, and uh, we're excited to play them. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, I think we missed Jake Hatch. So let's do last question with Jake Hatch. Yeah, Kalani, you've said in the past that you always want to allow your assistants to pursue other jobs become head coaches, et cetera. There are reports out there, this one in particular about Coach Grimes, him, him reportedly interviewing for a job here in state. What is your response to that? That he's been interviewing for the job in state? That he either is interviewing or has interviewed for the position. Yeah, great, great. I mean, that, like I said, I there's a lot of these, there's even young coaches on our staff that are going to be great head coaches someday. But I'm just telling you, we've got some great coaches. There's a lot of players on our team that are going to be amazing coaches when they decide to hang up their cleats. So um, I, I mentioned about the football junkie feel from our team. You have a guy, a bunch of guys that love football. They're going to want to be around it somehow, and they're going to want to coach it. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's future media members out there that are going to be on our team. You never know. I mean, I might be here answering questions from one of our players. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I just know that that our guys love sports, they love competition, they love football, and so, you know, they're going to have opportunities. They're going to want to be around it, just like you guys are. And and if if we have guys that that are going to be future, you know, head coaches and and future coordinators and future ads, things like that, I want them to pursue it, and I'm going to be uh, one pushing them to 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 go and get what they want. I, it's it, you know, I think when you become an assistant, your thoughts are that you want to be a head coach someday, and. And uh, hopefully they get that opportunity. I'm very thankful for my opportunity to be a head coach here at BYU. So I'd, I'd like to have them f get those opportunities. And, you know, Lavelle, when he was a head coach, he did the same thing. I, I, I've seen a lot of coaches that are out there that have helped do that. And Kyle did a great job in help mentoring me when I was an assistant and a coordinator for him. You know, and, and, and I mean, I still talk to, like I said, I've got a lot of mentors that are out there that have been really helpful for, for me as a as a coach. I mean. I mentioned my mentors a couple weeks ago, but I failed to uh, mention one that was really pivotal in, in my me wanting to become a coach, and and that was uh, you know you look at um, my boy Lance, that was my guy. Lance Reynolds is why I wanted to become uh, a coach and, and in college, and so a lot of I'm surrounded by my whole life has been surrounded by great people like that. And, um, my high school coach Dale Collier and coordinator, you know Mike Wade, all those guys have been pivotal in, in, in me wanting to become a coach and so I hope I can uh, help promote these young coaches here and the other coaches on our staff to be head coaches someday. And one other question I've got for you. It seems like you have had issues in short yardage running the ball. Is that a concern to you? Something that you've noticed you need to fix or are you not too worried about it? No, I mean that's like the uh, I, you know whenever, whenever you're looking at your team and ways to improve uh, you're looking at ways uh, at things during the season to find ways to get better, and then so we're always trying to self scout and trying to assess what we can do better in all three phases. And so 
obviously offensively our coaches are on top of it and we're looking for ways to get get better there you know maybe convert more second downs in the first downs I don't know but uh, let's just try to get first downs all together I, I think the more explosiveness we can get from an offense and then the more disruption we can get from the defense um, will be a lot better but uh, you know we've got a lot of things to be positive about I've been really pleased with with the way the the coaches have been working with our co with our players and uh, this is a chance for us to respond from from a, you know a result that didn't go our way and now this is the the true test that comes out to see what we're made of great thanks for your time coach we appreciate it stay safe everyone thank you very much